to On the Line, a podcast for tennis players, coaches, and fans. Today on the line, we have a very special guest, Keith Swindle. Keith, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. Happy to be here, Zanny. <laughs> Keith is one of our featured speakers on our panel that will discuss best practices for running successful events. This panel discussion will be during our upcoming USPTA Alabama workshop on Saturday, August 17th at Old Overton Club in Birmingham. Um, Keith and you are I'm so excited that you agreed to be on this panel because I love keeping up with you on social media and I see all the things that that's happening at Indian Hills and there's always so much going on there um, and you just finished up a, a big event the Pritchett Moore right yep so this was our 44th year the Pritchett Moore Men's City Invitational uh, the Men's City has been going on here at Indian Hills since 1974 kind of started off as kind of just a small little tournament and uh, this year we had almost 190 players, and wow. it's all it's all men, mm-hmm. uh, seven different divisions, singles and doubles, and so you know it's it's really grown through the years to become one of the you know the larger tournaments in Alabama, and it's so unique because it's men only. Yes, um, and it's not that <clears throat> we're trying to <laughs> to keep the women out. It's that we do as a club. And I even feel like as a community, we do so many events for women and for juniors. Yes. And we have we have a lot of USDA junior tournaments. We do lots of different um, women's events, big tournaments. Um, but it's it's one of the only things that we do for guys, and especially for guys who work. Yeah. We start every we start every day at five p.m. and that's kind of you know that's that's what makes us a little bit different. Yeah. And that we do it that way and we kind of um i don't know it's just grown and grown and grown having pritchett moore as a sponsor they really they do an awesome job of taking care of the guys with a lot of great swag and um, <laughs> you know that everybody likes likes good swag so we, we kind of really rack our brains every year <laughs> trying to come up with something new and unique and through the years we've done everything from umbrellas to this year we did a really cool uh, cooler, soft cooler that also doubles as a uh, duffel. Oh, nice! And the guys love that. And last year we did a towel that looked like the Wimbledon players' towel, the same oh, size, I love those. Yeah. same colors. That was that was one of the biggest hits that we've ever given. But and, you know, and the, the guys love that. And and yeah. it, you kind of refer to it as as your Wimbledon. Pardon me. You you kind of you refer to the Pritchett Moore as as sort of Tuscaloosa's yeah. Wimbledon. Yeah. Yeah, we you know we we're so blessed that we that the media in Tuscaloosa has seen the value of this tournament and and that it is a social event for all of Tuscaloosa. And so a few years ago, a guy named Rob Martin with the local TV station here dubbed us Tuscaloosa Tuscaloosa's Wimbledon. <laughs> and so we've kind of played off of that and we try to do a lot of the shirts and caps in the same colors and and so that's why last year we kind of a Wimbledon was players towel, which was really kind of cool. And, and, and again, you know, we, as we talked about, we really try to make this, make all the guys who play in it feel like it's, it is their Wimbledon. Um, I've been, to, I was lucky enough to go to Wimbledon as a spectator. Oh, fantastic. Uh, never, never had any, uh, you know, most of the people that I know have, would never have the chance to play there. So our goal every year is to make the players who play in this feel like they're playing in their own version of Wimbledon. Oh, that and, is um, so cool. We, we work hard every day to try to, to make them feel that way. 
And, and you've grown this from not just a, a club event, but a citywide event, and then even across state lines. I mean, this thing has gotten huge. Yeah, you know, when, when we started it in 74, I mean, I wasn't here. I've been involved with it since um, I took over as tennis director here at Indian Hills in 1987. Mm-hmm. And we, we went from just having a, a, a men's A division to having a men's A and a men's B division to now we have seven divisions, you know, 2.5 all the way through open, singles and doubles. We do something kind of a little bit still, I think, unique in that for the men in singles, we have a feed-in consolation. Oh, so, cool. Yeah, and so, you know, all the guys know they're going to get not only good matches, but they're going to get, you know, more than one match. And I think it's grown because every division is so uh, evenly matched. And I think that's why it's grown. You know, we've got players out of Birmingham, players out of Mississippi. Uh, you know, a lot of the university players will play. What I mean, you know, people, students. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, you know, that's kind of made it fun because everybody knows they're going to have a great draw. And, you know, since they're playing people of similar ability, which that's when tennis is at its best, they they keep coming and playing because they, they know every match, every round is going to be a battle. And they're going to probably have quite a few people watching them, and that's kind of unique as well because everybody brings their their wife or their partner or their girlfriend out. And so, you know, like we said before, you might be playing a 3-0 doubles match and have 40 or 50 people watching you because you've got everybody in your neighborhood. Your, that's so cool. Your friends and your family, and, and we encourage that, and, and Pritchett Moore loves that. And we have food out every night that's for the fans as well as for the players. So... That, that's something a little unique that we do as well but it but it's because between the club and the sponsors they've embraced this that this is it's an event right. and you know where you know you don't have to have a, a ticket to get your food anybody can walk up it, we're, we're happy you're here we're glad you're here it, it just it builds the momentum and it builds the excitement of the more people that are around the more the guys love it you right know? and everybody feels a part of the tournament whether you're playing or whether you're watching Oh, for Which sure. Is, again, kind of unique. Oh, definitely. So, so th- it is kind of a show, you know. Th- this this has become such a big successful event for you. So, how far out in advance do you start planning for it to run so smoothly and be such a, a great experience for everybody involved? My wife, my staff, and my family would tell you that I obsess over this 365 days. <laughs> um, I would honestly have to tell you that it is like one of my children because mm-hmm. I've invested so much time and energy into it. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'm always thinking of ways to make it better. The other side of it, I would tell you, is that since I have been doing it for so long and I have so many great people who help me from my staff, whether it's Clint or Clay or just whoever's um, here with me, whether it's my club members, you know, a, a Christine, a Martha or... Tracy, you know, people who have been here with me for years and years and years, they know when to start getting the facility looking especially right for Pritchett Moore Week. Mm -hmm. They know when it's time to order the the shirts with the last year's winner's names on the back. They know where to get the caps from. So, you know, I obsess over it year-round, but it's, it's, I don't know, I don't want to jinx it by saying it's a well-oiled machine, but I have a (laughs) lot of, but I have a lot of great people and sponsors who care so much about it that I have a lot of help. Yeah, it takes a team, that's for sure. Yes, no, no doubt, no <laughs> doubt. 
And so I know, I know, putting the uh, the name of the previous year's winner on the shirt. I know everybody uh, wants wants that that uh, accolade. You know, you want you want your name on the shirt. I'm sure that's uh, that's a big deal. <laughs> yeah, and you know, we we've, we've teased about it over the years that it's you know it's bragging rights for a year almost. Uh, yeah, that's the way the guys have always kind of looked at it because since it is a local, it's majority local event. I mean, the majority of the almost 200 players are all local. You know, again, we have a few. For instance, we might have, we've had uh, Peter Wright out of Birmingham. Well, mm-hmm. Peter grew up in Tuscaloosa, right? So okay. he has a connection. You know, he he he's known about this tournament since he was a child, and you know that's another kind of unique thing that we've always done. Juniors can play in our tournament, but they have to play in the open division. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I mean, Paul Hahn, who has been in the open finals the last four or five years, started started playing in this tournament when he was twelve years old. Wow, getting his brains beat out in the open, but he <laughs> but he also got but he also got the experience and got to be a part of something that was bigger than him, you know. Right, and right. So and now here he is as a twenty eight year old playing in the open division and winning it or competing and winning doubles, and it means more to him. Oh, what a great story! Yeah, he's been playing for been playing in it for fourteen years. That's fantastic. Oh my goodness. And so, that's why I always encourage the juniors to play. I say, hey, you may get to play one of the, the guys from the university team. And what a great story to say that you played Ellis Ferreira back when he was in college. <laughs> That's you so know, cool. <laughs> and, and that was always a cool thing when we started putting the names on the shirt. In the beginning, from 74 to probably, I don't know, mid-90s, the back of the shirt was a who's who of Greg Hahn, mm-hmm. Ellis Ferreira, mm-hmm. uh, John Stimson, um, all these guys who were at the university and maybe were in summer school, and they would be kind enough to come out and play in the open division. And so okay. we always had, you know, I mean, that's that's pretty cool. That's a great draw, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Um, so as as we are talking to, to promote the the upcoming USPTA workshop um, there in Birmingham, we have to bring up that you have a special honor um, that that less than 1% of tennis professionals worldwide achieve. You are a USPTA master professional. <laughs> Congratulations. Yep. That is that, that takes a lot of, of time and effort and commitment and um, passion for what you do, which you display every single day. Um, so tell us a little bit about what that journey was like. You know, it really, I always like to have that next thing out in front of me that I'm chasing. Um, you know, I always, I really, it, it may sound like a cliche, but I really always want to be a better version of myself, and I'm, I'm chasing that better version every day. And so becoming a master professional was something that I saw these, these men and women that I really admired had achieved, and I looked into it and saw all the work, and I took it as a challenge. And it's like, hey, so you have to be a elite one professional for 10 years well, I, I gotta get that done okay now i've got to get this many i've got to publish something okay now i need to do a video series okay now i need right. to um you know and and going through and just documenting i think most i think most tennis professionals would be surprised if they stopped long enough to document everything that they had done that they'd be getting pretty close you know, if they looked yeah. at the criteria. Wow. And, and that's what it really takes. It, it, it's kind of going back and documenting your journey as a tennis professional and really going back and and um, putting that, putting on the paper, you know, what all you've done. And right. it, it's a huge 
source of pride for me. I, Absolutely. I, I worked extremely hard to get it, and I'm really, really proud of it. Um, but I would encourage everyone to do it. You know, I, I try not to miss an educational opportunity. I'm a lifelong learner. I know, again, that's another cliche that people throw around, but but it's, it's true. It's, it's so important. And it is I love so important. Yeah, I love it. You know, and yep. I just I, I learn something every time I go, whether it's our state workshop, our southern workshop, the world, you know, the world conference, um, Mark Kovacs. I mean, there's just there's so many places to learn. Yes. And I feel like I feel like the pros who just stay in their own club and never get out. It's not that they're not doing a great job, but how much better of a job could you do for your members? If you just got out and you learned one little nugget from some from from a conference, that is such and, a great way to put it. Yes. Yeah, and, and it could never be easier. You're you're only helping yourself and your members and your and your players by getting out and just learning one new thing. Absolutely. And, and man, this conference that you've put together, this workshop, if you come, there's there's no way that you're not going to get at least one <laughs> good nugget. Uh-huh. You know, seriously. I mean, I, I know that I'm I'm going to pick up more than one nugget. But <laughs> I would encourage everybody to come out and, and, and be there on the 17th because it's it's a beautiful venue and you've gotten you know, your all-stars together and I think it will be well worth your time. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a fun day. Um, now your your most recent certification and I, I haven't gotten to this one yet um, but I, I really want to. I've seen Sean Drake, Drake excuse me, present um, and, and I think his material is phenomenal and I, I love technology and I, I love, uh, as, as you said, learning and getting better. And so racket fit, um, so tell, tell me a little bit about how, what that certification was like, cause that's another big one. You know, it was two days in Atlanta. It was something I, Bill Riddle had, had gone through it and I, you know, reached out to Bill and I said, Hey, you know, I'm a, I've been at a club for 32 years. Um, an assistant on the women's tennis team at Alabama. Is this, you know, is this something for me? Is this something that, you know, am I going to be able to, to get anything out of this? And it goes, he goes, yeah, dude, absolutely. You need to, you need to, to go do this. And I'm so glad that I did. It was, it was eye opening. It was, I learned so much from not just uh, about how to screen people and mm-hmm. see what they can and can't do physically, but, uh, Mark Kovacs was there. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my gosh, Salsenstein was there yes. with the serve. It was just, and Sean Drake, Sean was there, and it was just, it was so much, and it was so good. Yeah. I would recommend everybody. Um, I'm very grateful that Indian Hills paid for mine. Mm-hmm. I'm very grateful, <laughs> but uh, because it is, it is expensive, but it was for me, it was worth it. It was well worth it. Absolutely, and it goes um, hand in hand with uh, the tennis performance trainer certification Absolutely. that you got through the um, ITPA, Mark Kovacs, Mark and Mary Jo, um, the International Tennis Performance Association, um, which which I love, and you and I have, have uh, sat together at the yeah. World Tennis Fitness yeah. Conference and, and gone to specialty courses with Dr. Kovacs uh, many times, and, and talk about um taking taking nuggets there's there's a whole tray yeah <laughs> no doubt and 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 that's the thing you know is i admire mark and what he's done so much when i went to the racket fit it was even it was just taken to a whole new level wow uh, it, 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 again I've, I've done this for a long time and i bought there's i there's so much more for me to learn still and it was two days 
just on the serve, just on learning a common language that we can all use to, here's the issue with the serve. Okay, now let's look at, I had a radiologist, see if I can tie this up for you. Mm -hmm. I had a radiologist once when I was trying to explain to her that I was working with with a young female and she was having an issue on her serve. Mm -hmm. And I explained it to her and, and this radiologist was a really good player and she goes, you know, some females to a, up to this point, maybe she doesn't have the flexibility. You know, again, how old is she? And, and I was telling her, and she goes, she may not have the flexibility or the strength. And by going to Racket Fit, I was able to learn different screens that I, Keith, can do mm -hmm. and go, okay, Catherine, do this, do this. Okay, you're right. You don't have the range of motion. Now let's get you over and let's learn some exercises to get that flexibility so that you can have that internal shoulder rotation that you don't have on your serve right now. That it's is not so that cool. you Yeah, it's not that you don't understand what I'm asking you to do. She physically couldn't do it. Right. But, and then I learned why. It was, you know, her body she hadn't hadn't developed that flexibility, but then you learned some exercises that you can give her or you know you learn somebody you can send her to so that they can teach her how to do it and that that is huge i mean just, just having that information because it's going to save the frustration of on the coaching side you're, you're trying to think of anything you can say to get across to the student what you want them to do and then your athlete is getting frustrated because it's not that they want usually they want to please you they want to do it right they want to learn and, and they want Absolutely. to get better but if they physically can't do it then both both people walk away a little frustrated <laughs> and, that, and that was the biggest thing that i learned through racket was you know again a common language that we can all use whether i'm talking to a pt or a doctor or another tennis professional about what the issue is and then learning the screen that hey it's not that Catherine doesn't want to do this or that she doesn't hear me or doesn't understand me she physically, by, by doing the screen, I see that she can't do that right now. So now we go back and we learn things that she can learn how to do so that we can get her to do that. Right. So that's that's huge. And that, that two days was just about to serve. Wow. And they're going to they're gonna have one on the forehand. They're going to have one on the backhand. I've got so to get in on this. <laughs> you know, it's, again, as it's my, many of the things that you and I both go to learning opportunities, it, it still opened my eyes to so many things that I, I really haven't used it as much as I should. Um, it, there's just so much to it. There's so much into it. There but is. I'm, I'm very glad that I did it. You know, another one um, that, that I would love to do that you have done is the, the mental toughness training program. Yep. Um, so what, what was that like? That was, again, it's, it, it's very cool. That's always been the side of tennis that, I guess because I started so late and I always thought if I could really learn to use my mind properly, it would help me, you know, improve faster in tennis because it is such a mental game in my opinion. Yes. And um, having followed Jim Lair for so many years and I actually had an opportunity, I went down to um, LG, when it was back when it was called LGE uh -huh. and did for my 40th birthday, I did one of those, I did the whole, I went, I put myself through the whole thing of the training and the mental stuff with him. And, um, and my, my point of my story is I actually got to play tennis with him. With Jim oh, Lair. wow. That is like so my, cool. It was like my, you know, my idol in the mental game. Yeah. And I got to play and, you know, and develop a relationship with him, which was just so neat to see him as a, 
person and not just you know dr jim lair right so from that point on i always wanted to to go through and do any training that he had and um again it's something i would i would suggest to anyone he's he has done so much work on this and uh just going through the training and you get a you get a booklet and you get all sorts of stuff to take home with you to to really be able to you know put it into use you know, so again another thing i highly recommend he he is somebody that I've, I've seen present um on on several different occasions and i always walk away just feeling refreshed and inspired and rejuvenated and yeah. i mean he he is such a cool guy um I, 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 yeah, I highly recommend that as well. I think yeah, that's so he, cool that you got to, got to play tennis with him. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, it was so, it was so neat. Every time I see him, I say, hey, I want to rematch. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's tall. He's, yeah, he's, he's a tall guy. He's a tall, tall guy, got a big serve, likes to come <laughs> forward. So it was completely opposite of my game. So that's why it was kind of fun. <laughs> now, now you're also, um, and this is, uh, I think, so cool because I am such a big Alabama fan, but you're also the volunteer assistant coach for the University of Alabama women's tennis team. Um, yep. You were from 2000 to 2005, and then again 2015 to the present. Um, and I know that they run events too. So aside from just being part of the team and part of that culture, which is, I think, so, so cool, um, I know that they do events, and we're going to be talking about events. So, so what what kind of events do you do um, with with the university team? Well, you know, we have um, Coach Jenny Mines does an amazing job, and um, Jonathan Verhane, who's who's the assistant as well. Uh, this fall, we'll have the Roberta Allison tournament, which we'll have. I think we have twenty different teams coming into the university to play. Wow! And that, that's a really cool event. It's named after Roberta Allison Baumgartner, who. You know, was the very first uh, female tennis player at the University of Alabama. She wow. was so good. She played on the men's team. Oh, <laughs> that's great. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Yeah, it was before we had a women's team, and so she played on the men's team. And some other SEC schools wouldn't wouldn't play Alabama because they didn't want to have to play against a woman. And wow. she was so good because she could beat them. But anyway, so that's that's where the name kind of came from. And that's then, really cool. Uh, it's it's really neat that uh, you know, they rotate who holds the SEC championships and this year we get to host the SEC championships in April so we're really looking forward to that yeah definitely but, but the, the support staff at the university from uh, Kevin Allman who is our associate athletic director involved with tennis you know all the way and Greg Byrne the athletic director all the way down we have such an amazing support staff and Jenny has been the coach there for so long that she has so many connections with the community she does the same thing. She tries to make everything that we do at Alabama with women's tennis a community event, and she tries to make Tuscaloosa feel welcome. We do a lot of uh, events in the community to, to get the, the local players to, to know the girls and to develop relationships with them, and then they, in turn, through the Crimson Racket Club and, and other people, they come and support us and help out with you – know, we, we have cookouts. We have food before every home match where we're either cooking out or we'll have some kind of uh, special deal with a, a local restaurant. That's great. Um, you know, things like that really, people, you know, it, it gets the students out. You know, we'll have Taco Mama and all the students love Taco Mama. <laughs> of so course. If yeah. it's Taco Mama night and we're playing LSU, <laughs> you can you can count on the stands being full. But, uh, but Jenny, Jenny and the whole staff over there, they do an amazing job of, again, welcoming the community, trying to bring people together, you know, to support the university's tennis program. 
That that is fantastic. Well, I have a, I have a surprise. Um, <laughs> I hadn't told you this yet, <laughs> but uh, uh, during lunch we are giving away um, two awards this year: one for tennis professional of the year, and one for charity event of the year. And um, as you were on the events panel, and, and you're so good at it, and, and we talked about this not too long ago, um, it actually is going to be not just charity event, but charity events. <laughs> um, and you have won for uh, for Keith's Classic and the Will May Junior Doubles Tourney. Um, oh, so yes, congratulations. Cool. Thank you. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm very honored. Thank you so much. That's very cool. Yeah. Two, two events that are very near and dear to my heart. So, so you uh, you will have a chance to speak a little bit about that during lunch, um, and if you want to uh, give a little preview of what both of those are right now, we have a couple of minutes left um, before I know you have things to do this afternoon. But um, but again, congratulations because those two charity events are, are incredible events. Well, thank you. I, those are two things that are really mean a lot to me. Um, our Will May Junior Doubles Tournament we have in in January. We usually have part of it here at Indian Hills and part of it at the university. They're kind enough to let us use the, the outdoor courts. It's it's always so much fun. It's named after one of my players, Will May, who died tragically in an accident. But so many good things have, have come from that. We have a, a Will May dog park and and just just so many really neat things that that have gone on in Will's in Will's memory and his the legacy that he left. So we you know we, we donate money to that from that tournament. And then Keith's Classic started out as a fun event for our women, just for a doubles tournament that we just wanted to get together and have a party every, you know, once a year. Yeah, right. And then, and then the next thing you know, we we all started getting older and we're like, well, none of us need anything. What can we do for somebody else? And I love that Arthur Ashe quote about, you know, you you the life that, that what you do for others really determines your life. I'm, I'm butchering the, his quote, but, no, but it really it really hit home to me and. And so that's kind of always been our theme for probably about the last 20 years. And we've we, we started doing it for charity. And, and so now we still do the tournament and the, the ladies still have fun, but we give very small tokens for awards and do a little bit at lunch so that we can give almost all the money to whatever local charity that, that we're doing that year. And we've done everything from tornado relief to ALS, to the Humane Society, to hospice, to American Cancer Society. And I, I just one last thing. I, to to really do a great job with a charity event, you, you have to have a great team, a great staff, and I do here at Indian Hills. But I have a lady, Joyce Jurich, who is the most amazing fundraiser of all time, and and that has really made such a huge difference for all these charities. Wow. I mean, she contacts people, and you know they they make their checks out. They don't make their checks out to Indian Hills. They make their checks out to hospice or the community soup bowl and right, so right. you know they they feel a direct connection and that's really cool so i think that's what's kind of helped it grow and um i don't know i'm 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 grateful and blessed many many times over so thank you for this jenny i, I really appreciate you my friend you know what yeah. you know I'm, you know i'm a huge jenny robb fan i've, I've told you that <laughs> i've told you that more than once <laughs> i'm always amazed at the things that you do and your love for tennis and what you do for Alabama tennis. Oh, thank you, And um, it, it, it means a lot, and, and we don't tell you enough, but everybody that you come into contact with, you make us all better. And uh, just keep it up. You just keep made my up. day. Thank you. Well, it's, it's true. I've told you before, so. 
Thanks well, for all you do. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much for taking the time today, and I'm really looking forward to seeing you um, on the 17th as part of our all-star panel. <laughs> well, I hope we have a great turnout, and I encourage anyone and everyone, come on by. I mean, you will, you will not, it's, you will learn, you will get so much more out of it than the time you put in. It'll be worth it. Yep, it'll be worth it. Yep, well, Keith, thank you. Enjoy You're the rest welcome, of your Jenny. day. <laughs> All right, thanks. Okay, thank you. Bye. Yeah. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. <laughs>